When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For for all things ATL. ATL. For for, for everything Falcons. First to the end zone, touchdown! This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Dylan Matthews, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself. Bo Morgan, and we are Peachtree Football. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peachtree Football because we are wherever you get your podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast, Peachtree Football is there. Bo Morgan, it's a Friday, and we are another day closer to what I think is going to be a very, very good championship weekend in the nfl we'll talk about those two games the nfc and afc championship game coming up here in a few minutes we are going to get to some falcon news first but before we even do that squid billy how you doing on a friday what you got any big plans for the weekend no just just you know just um kind of relax kind of get caught up on stuff and uh get ready for the mm-hmm. games on sunday obviously that's the big deal you know why i want to watch the game sunday so just right. trying to do everything that leads to uh, watching football on Sunday. That's right. I feel you get all the errands and get all the, the little stuff around the house done and then lock in on that football once it's uh, time for kickoff. I feel you on that one. All right. We do have a little Falcons news to get into, Bo. And that is, one, the Falcons have interviewed Ryan Nielsen from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he was like uh, he was a, a, a like uh, I don't think he was a, ever a head uh, assistant head coach, but um, he currently is the defensive line coach. I believe he was the assistant D coordinator at one point for the the New Orleans Saints. Um, but right now he is the defensive line coach um, for the New Orleans Saints. So Falcons did interview him, and that that that's interesting right there. And we'll see, you know. That's just another candidate we add to the list. And what seems like the Falcons will be close to being on the home stretch of this defensive coordinator search. And um, we just we, we wait and wait and see. But with that, we got ourselves what you call what you guys call on Dukes and Bella developing story, because. We now have seen that the Carolina Panthers have made a head coaching hire in Frank Reich. Obviously, the former head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. We know how things went sideways in Indy. 
and he is no longer there. So now he gets the job at Carolina. And not a lot of not a lot of people are uh, happy and a lot of people are surprised by this because a lot of people thought Steve Wilkes, people outside of Carolina thought Steve Wilkes deserved the job. I know a lot of people in Carolina, if you ask them, Carolina Panthers fans, they want they probably wanted Steve Wilkes as well. But David Tepper goes with Frank Reich. And now we ask ourselves, okay, if the Panthers didn't want Steve Wilkes, the Falcons will surely take Steve Wilkes as a defensive coordinator if he's willing to go into that role. What do you think about that, Squid? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I don't understand the hiring. Um, Steve Wilk is the guy that coached your team, the players. I don't care if they like him or not. They responded to him. Um, right. You can say, well, it was just an interim situation, and that that kind of um, that kind of happens all the time. But, you know, it's surprising that I just – Frank Wright, I'm just not inspired by the hire. I just thought he was a little bit of a debacle. I, I know that the Colts situation seems to have gotten kind of bad. But, uh, you know, I, I'm just not inspired by the hire. I'm not – I don't understand it. Uh, I would have given it to Steve Wilkes, honestly, or maybe, you know, there's, I think, I I think there's better candidates out there than just Frank Wright. Uh, Steve Wilkes, I thought was maybe one of them and there's other guys too, but it could work out for the Falcons. You know, Steve Wilkes is a guy that um, maybe now I know that there's some interest and I know that the Falcons are monitoring the situation. So maybe they can find a way to bring him in here and then, Finally, Steve Wilkes can get um, his the credit that he deserves and become a head coach somewhere else. Uh, he's not a relatively he's a relatively young guy, I should say. He's only fifty three, so um, could be a situation where he's here a year, maybe two, and then he goes somewhere else. If that was the case, but the Frank Wright hire is just uninspiring to me. Don't really understand it, but hey, you know what? I'm happy for the Panthers because I don't think it, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not big on it. So good, maybe it works out. Right. Well for us and bad for them. That's I, I don't care. You know, I'm not I'm not upset. So uh, I'm kind of glad Steve, you know, and in, 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 as a fan, uh, I, I like I think Steve Wilkes right now is would have been a better hire. So good for them. I'm happy with it. Right. As, a, as an Atlanta Falcons fan or even if you're a fan of any other team in the NFC South, like uh, the Saints, the Buccaneers, you're like, good. Have fun with that. <laughs> see, we'll see how that works out for you. Because, again, Steve Wilkes did seem like the guy. I mean, the Panthers, they seemed like they were just straight up out of it, just dead in the water, just trying to float and tread water to the season. And once Steve Wilkes took over, he got these guys back inspired and back into the playoff race. And, I mean, they are right there uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It came down to basically a head-to-head game uh, between them in week uh, set 16 or 17 that the Panthers, I mean, excuse me, the Buccaneers ultimately won. But still, Steve Wilkes, he got these guys inspired, and, you know, he got good results out of them. He got wins out of them. So it, it's puzzling when you go to a guy in Frank Reich who, 
Yes, he had, I guess you could say, quarterback issues in Indy. Um, but, you know, he wasn't he, was, he, he wasn't the best decision maker or play caller there either. And if you want to talk about, you know, not having an answer at quarterback, you don't have an answer at quarterback in Carolina last time I checked. So what is he going to do with that? And so, I mean, maybe they're going to draft somebody. I don't know. But, again, like you said, it just seems odd. It seems like a weird hire. I'm not sure what direction this team is going in. But, again, Y'all, that's a y'all problem. Y'all figure that out. And uh, us Falcons over here, we might just uh, take Steve Wilkes off your hands since you don't want him. Uh, but that uh, we will see, you know, if the Falcons go ahead and interview him and, you know, maybe he becomes the next defensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. And he makes sure he, he, he game plans a little extra hard against the Carolina Panthers if he is <laughs> the next D.C. for the Atlanta Falcons. So interesting stuff there. And we will keep you updated um, on that, and uh, we will see who the next Falcons defensive coordinator is going to be. Like I said, it seems like they're coming down the home stretch on uh, making a decision here, but we will find out with y'all. Okay, with that, we have some football still. We need to talk about Bull Morgan. Like we said, it is championship weekend, and I am ready. I know you're ready as well. So let's go ahead and preview these games. We will go in order as they are coming. So Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Eagles 49ers. Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts meet up again. Yes, they have met up before. Not in the NFL, but in college when Jalen Hurts was at Oklahoma. So, uh, obviously, the last time they met up, Oklahoma did win, you know, even though Brock Purdy and Iowa State tried to put up as much of a fight as they could. Uh, the Oklahoma Sooners got the best of them that day. But now they match up in the NFL. And, whoo, Bo, these are two really good teams. Good teams, you know, uh, just great rosters overall. A lot of talent on both sides of the football for both teams. I think this is going to be a, a really good game. And it, it, it's tough picking this one. I have a couple of stats that – uh that that lean me to towards uh the Eagles but what are you how, how are you feeling this game well lucky for Brock Purdy the talent level is a lot more even in this yeah. Niners Eagles game than it was when he was undermanned at Iowa State going against uh right. Oklahoma <laughs> and Jalen Hurts that, is, that um, is very true look this is these are two of the best defenses in the league the Eagles mm -hmm. have one of the best pass defenses. And they have the best pass defense in football, and primarily because of their 70 sacks up front, where they're pretty deep up front. Um, and the Niners have probably – they have the second-best run defense in the league. So, to me, that's key. If you go back and look at last week, this Eagles team ran all over – um, the Giants, I mean, they ran for over 200-something yards in that game. I think it was like 272 or something, a ridiculous stat in the playoffs. 
And it took all the pressure off Jalen Hurst. Jalen Hurst threw the ball like 24 times. He was like 16 of 24, about 150 yards. So not that he couldn't do it. Right. This could be a situation where, you know, you look if 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 guys like Nick Bosa can do a good job of setting the edge and they can force things inside with the running plays, that gives Javon Kinlaw and company uh, and Armstead and those guys a chance to kind of muddy up the water. So I think this is a Kelsey brother weekend. I think the Kelsey brothers could be Uh-oh. key on this weekend, and I think it starts in the uh, the NFC game with with Jason uh, Kelsey. And can he can he help? He's the he's like the 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 um, the anchor of that line, and so right. can he can he do what is needed to help solidify and give help where needed? And, and can they hold up in that interior? And are they able to run the ball against San Francisco because? The Niners' pass defense is a little bit suspect, but they're so good in that front that front seven that the back four has been helped out by that. So that's where I'm looking at. Can you know? I think this is going to be a game that's played a lot like last week's game mm-hmm. between Dallas and the Niners, and that's what I'm looking at. I really think this is going to be a game. It's going to be kind of low scoring, and I think the the quarterback, one of these quarterbacks, is going to have to make a play late against one of these top-tier defenses to win the game. Last week, when the 49ers played the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys' defense kept Dallas in the game. It was a 12-19 final score. We all remember the Cowboys could not get anything really going on the offensive end. I don't think the Eagles are going to have that same problem. However... I do think this Eagles defense is more than capable of holding this 49ers offense to 19 points. And if they, if the Eagles defense can do that, then I think it's going to be a good day for the Eagles. However, I will give something that could be a little concerning to Eagles fans out there. The 49ers do something very well, and they have done it very well all year. That is run the football the Eagles have struggled against good running teams and especially when teams stick to the run Bo Morgan and then I believe it was in the wild card game the 49ers had it was either 30 or above 30 carries it was it was I know they had at least 30 carries in the Seattle game and so in the three losses the, the Eagles suffered this year. They're, the teams stuck with the one. Washington had 49 attempts. Dallas had uh, 31 for 115 yards. New Orleans had 35 for 129. Now, I know in two of those games, you didn't have Jalen Hurts either. Um, but the Washington game, you did have Jalen Hurts, and they ran the ball 49 times for 152 yards. I'm not saying that the 49ers are going to run the ball 50 times. They could if they wanted to, and they probably could be successful at it. But that is something if the 49ers commit to the run like they have already in this in these playoffs, that is how you could possibly keep them in the game, especially if you see Brock Purdy is maybe struggling a little early on with the pressure that this Eagles defensive line will put on him. They are going to get pressure on him because that's just what they've done all year and that's what they've proven to do. So the running game could be the one thing that would definitely help out Brock Purdy. I mean, what do they always say helps out a rookie quarterback? A good running game and a defense. 
49ers have both of those things. That's what's going to keep them in the game. But like you said, eventually, eventually, the quarterbacks are going to have to make a play. And if I have to choose one of these quarterbacks to make a play, I'm choosing, choosing Jalen Hurts over Brock Purdy. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. I think he uh, he does his thing there. And then also, my last point here on Eagles and 49ers. This is going to come down to converting in the red zone when you get down there as well. Why do I say that? Both of these teams like to possess the football. San Francisco, they were second best in the league at time possession at 31 minutes, 57 seconds. They usually possess the ball uh, during the game. Philadelphia, they're eighth at 30 minutes, 50 seconds, but still pretty close to each other. So these are two teams that like to possess the football. You're not going to have as many possessions, and that means you're going to have to be good with your possessions because you you might not have as many this game. Red zone efficiency, the 49ers ranked 20th, and that red zone defense, not very good on the 49ers. I mean, relatively speaking, they're a good defense. So they were 18th best in red zone defense. Philly's red zone defense, 11th best in their red zone offense, way better in the um, had had a way better red zone offense. Philly did um, this season. So think those those few couple of numbers. I mean, I think I think they uh, lead towards Philly a little bit. So. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles for that reason, and we we all know the the other other reason I'm going with with the Eagles. If I don't, I'll probably uh, you're get, being get forced to go with them. Yeah, yeah. you'll be in the Eagles <laughs> bar wearing Eagles gear for your Eagles girlfriend. I get it, but I, I but I gave some stats to back it up though. I gave some stats to back it up. Yeah, well, <laughs> if we're doing picks after each preview of the game, which you just did, yes, I'm taking the Niners. I think that they're going to slow the run game down. They're going to try to make Jalen Hurts beat you from the pocket. Um, I think Jalen Hurts can. But will he is another question. Uh, I think the the, the Niners have the best defense, and I think they're the best team in football right now. And everyone's kind of ignoring that they are. Um, And, look, Brock Purdy played just top three defense last week and won. This week he's got to play another top three to five defense. So give me the Niners and the points. What are, are what are the are the Niners on? They're on like a crazy winning streak. Are they what is a twelve game winning streak now for the for the Niners? It's something ridiculous like something that. Like right? that. Um, some crazy. I yeah, think it's, I'm it's pretty sure it's like, like twelve. They games. haven't lost since. I know Brock Purdy's like eight. No. Yeah, Brock Purdy has not lost as as a starter for the 49ers. So there you go. That all right. Let's move on to the AFC Championship game. This one's going to be very, very good, too. Bang- Bengals. It's Bengals, not Bengals. I always want to go Bengals. It's Bengals. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bengals and Chiefs. They're in Arrowhead or as Mike Hilton. And quick story about Mike Hilton. I, might, I may have already told you this, but I'll tell it to the rest of the people. 
Mike Hilton and I actually went to the same high school and we were there at the same time as well. Mike Hilton, Sandy Creek High School product, obviously went to Ole Miss and now he's a very, very good slot corner for the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, <laughs> he was mic'd up and you probably have seen the videos by now. He called Arrowhead Burrowhead because uh, Joe Burrow has won, uh, has beaten the Kansas City Chiefs in, he beat him in the AFC Championship game last year and you know he has had pretty good luck against the Chiefs in the uh, regular season and the postseason so he called it Burrowhead so they're going to Arrowhead or as the Bengals are calling it this week Burrowhead but it's going to be a very good matchup Patrick Mahomes we know he's dealing with that high ankle sprain he says he's ready to go and at this point it's not a question of whether or not he's going to play he is going to play but how effective is he going to be and any Patrick Mahomes is still pretty good at Patrick Mahomes, if you ask me. But the Bengals and, and Joe Burrow seem to have their number right now. Bo, how are you feeling about this one? Uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to both these games, first and foremost. This is, you know, we talk defense on the other one. And this one's about offense. This is the, yeah. uh, the number one scoring offense. Uh, against the um the seventh ranked scoring offense. I mean the 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 the, the Chiefs are scoring twenty nine points a game, and yeah. uh, you know it's and this is like the sixth. I think uh no, this is the uh the, the Bengals have like are scoring like twenty six a game. But I'll say this: I think you know I think the defense is a little bit better. Has played a little bit better, I should say. Um. Uh, for the Bengals after what they did to Buffalo. And so I think they get a little bit of an edge. But I think the Chiefs' defense is being underlooked a little bit because they played really well up front last week against the yeah. Jaguars. Uh, and, you know, it's another game that, honestly, you can talk all this you want about this game. Two high-powered offenses and two defenses that can pass rush, but they are all, they're also, in some ways, a little bit along for the ride. Right. That being said, this is the other Kelsey thing. Can Travis? Can the Bengals do enough to, to slow Travis Kelsey down to where Mahomes has to hold the ball to allow their pass rush to get there, mm -hmm. to allow him not to have the easy, easy. Uh, uh, well, to have Kelsey have the easy targets. Don't let them sit. Don't sit in zone and let Kelsey find soft spots like the Jaguars did. Can you heat up Mahomes enough to make him move around and make him uncomfortable because of the ankle? Uh, right. How good is the ankle? You don't know. They say it's great. Oh, it's feeling great. You never know. But can you do enough to make him to make that ankle just hurt a little bit, or maybe get him out of the pocket, and then you you bring him down a couple of times, and now that ain't you know he's thinking about the ankle. Maybe the ankle starts getting a little sore. Uh, you change the way he plays. So I you can't let him sit back in the pocket and pick you apart because he will. There's enough weapons that. That if you're playing the zone, he'll pick you apart. He's that good. And on the other side, Joe Burrow's playing as well as any quarterback has in years. Um, and he's also that good. So if you can't, if they're able to hold up, now this D-line, I think, is playing a little is playing much better than the Bills D-line. So I think that Burrow won't have as much time. Um, and they you know, they they gashed Buffalo last week in the run game. I'm not sure if they're yeah, gonna be able to do that this week. Um, I think that Chiefs D line is better than people realize. Now, all that being said, which quarterback makes the mistake? That's that's where it comes down. And that being said, I'd have to give Burrow the advantage mainly because I think he's got the best receiver in the game. 
not tight end, but the best receiver is Jamar Chase. Uh, the best tight end in the game is Kelsey. You know, uh, Pacheco is a good running back. So is McKinnon, but that so is Joe Mixon. So there's a lot of evens on this thing. But I think the fact that Burrow is healthy, Burrow is 3-0 on the road, he seems to handle playing there well. I got to give the advantage to Cincinnati. I'm taking the, the, the Bengals and the points as well. I think the Chiefs are now like a two-point favorite. So give me the Bengals and the points. Give me the Niners and the points. Um, and I'm, I just, uh, you know, I'm going with defense, the overall defense in the first game. And with this one, I'm taking the overall offense. And I think you have to give the edge with a with with not knowing what you're going to get from Mahomes, right? You know, I'm I'm just telling you how it is. I don't know what Mahomes is going to give me, so I got to give a slight edge to the Bengals. That is definitely understandable. And if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, and they might have done this back in 2019, Patrick Mahomes suffered a similar type of injury. I, I believe it was a high ankle sprain as well, and that's when. Uh, they went to the Super Bowl, and no, well, that was that. I think that was the same. Was that the same season that they played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Because um, that was in 2020. I don't know if that was the same. I know the injury was kind of like 2019, but I don't know if it was 2019 season or 2018 19 season. Anywho, should have looked that up beforehand. But anywho, I would be watching film from how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I'll be watching film from that game. Now, a couple of different things. The O-line, I believe, is a little bit better and because, one, it's not as banged up as it was in that Super Bowl. And, uh, and two, I, I can't remember if that was the game. Patrick Mahomes was still – I can't remember if that was the year Patrick Mahomes was dealing with that ankle. However, either way it goes, you are correct. 2019 was his ankle. So okay, that, was not the, that was not the year they that played. Was not the the that was the year that they actually played the Niners and won the Super Bowl. They won. Okay. So – Never mind. Forget that point that I'm making in the beginning. But you are you are correct though. Um, when it comes to and by the way, that moment. was early in the season too. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was no, early in the season, you. so. But yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you for that clarification. I appreciate it. Um. So yes, Patrick Mahomes. They're gonna have to make him move around. They're gonna make, have have to make him run around. And like you said, they can't sit in. Uh, they can't sit in zone. They're gonna have to go into some man coverage. And just trust and trust the guys are going to hold up on the back end. I mean, at this point, you're going to have to trust it because, again, if you sit in zone, Patrick Mahomes is going to be more than happy sitting in the pocket and just knifing you apart and, you know, just taking whatever you give them. So you're going to have to sit in, uh, you're going to have to be a man. You're going to have to make some plays in man. And hopefully that, uh, that pass rush helps you out a little bit with Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard and those boys up front. Maybe send Mike Hilton on a blitz or two as well, and uh, that should that should work out well for you. It did last week, so that's what they're gonna have to do on defense. Offensively, both teams, like you said, they're, they're gonna try to get the run game established. But I mean, this is gonna be a it's gonna be a good old QB duel between Joe Shiesty and Patty Mahomes, and we'll see who comes out on top. I think this is gonna be pretty close, closer to a shootout. I think both teams get pretty close to thirty. I don't know if both teams get to thirty, but I think both teams get pretty close to thirty. My head is telling me to pick the Bengals because they they won last year in Arrowhead. They've had the the Chiefs' number, and they're playing very well right now, and they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Like, 
it really meant something to the to the Bengals. It it really stuck with them that tickets were already sold to Mercedes-Benz Stadium for that Bills Chiefs AFC Championship game. It, I mean, it, it stuck with them. I mean, Joe Burrow said you better get a refund. You're That's on mute. So Go ahead. Silly. That's so silly, though. That's so silly because you know that you know that tickets were sold. You know, Chiefs fans had already bought tickets to the AFC title game in Arrowhead, too, right? Like, that's just money that's getting refunded. So that's silly to, like, I don't understand that. Like, that's, it's not. Making it personally. But it's, but it's a fake motivation. If you need motivation to win in the playoffs, then there's something wrong already. I mean. I mean, I I don't know if it's their sole motivation. I know, I, I believe it's a lot of their motivation. I don't know if it's their sole motivation. But it's definitely giving them an extra chip on their shoulder because you know, it, it, I mean, you hear you hear them talking about it. It it, it was it was real. It, it meant something to them. So um, I think that could play a factor. I think they have. I think that chip on their shoulder. That I think that add a little fuel to their fire. How much fuel? I'm not sure um, because you do make a solid point. And you know how much it how much should it have motivated you? That that's a that's a solid point there. But we'll see. Oh, this this is a tough pick though. Part of me thinks that the Chiefs are going to get their get back this year. But with a, 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 a gimpy Patrick Mahomes, I don't think I don't think the, the Chiefs are going to be able to pull it off. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. The Bengals keep winning in Burrowhead. And I'm going to go. The Cincinnati Bengals are going back to back AFC championships and they're going to the Super Bowl again. And. I'll uh, I'll definitely take the points on that as well. I mean, Chiefs are a, a two point favorite right now. Oh, it, that game's going to be closer than that, I think. So, um, I'll take the Bengals. I'll take the points. I'm with you on that one. And uh, like, and then like I said, in the MC Championship game. I'm taking the Eagles, and uh, we're gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good Eagles Bengals Super Bowl matchup in my book, Squid Billy. Well, of course, you have to go with the Eagles. I mean, you can't not go with them. You will, you'll be homeless tomorrow morning. Um, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be over here on my couch um, in the studio right. that I'm in. So, right, hey, hey, we'll Me see who gets it right. We'll see. Hey, let's see who gets it right. I'm, 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 look, I'm excited for the games. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, um, I talk a lot of trash, but I have no dog in this fight, so I want to see the best games possible. I just want to see two yeah. tight games coming down to the wire. I want to see two tight games and two good games, but ultimately I I don't care who wins the AFC Championship, but I I really actually desperately need the Eagles to win the NFC Championship or it's not going to be a a fun day on uh, Sunday. And I want to have a good day on Sunday. So, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 49ers, but the the Eagles just got to take this one. It'd be like that sometimes. (laughs) All right. We will go ahead and wrap it up on that note. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peace Street Football. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on the Odyssey app. So make sure wherever you get your podcast, you go ahead and download Peace Street Football as well. We will talk to you guys next week and we'll preview the Super Bowl, recap the championship games and championship weekend in the NFL, and we will deliver some Falcons news because we'll if some Falcons news breaks to you, we'll have some Falcons related to talk about as well. So you just got to wait and find out what that is. But until we talk to you guys next time, peace. Hey,
H-E-L, 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 H-E-